Welcome Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Tanner and Ben. Today is Wednesday, February 21st. Today, we are going to focus primarily on college sports. We'll start with college football discussing the approval of the 5 plus 7 college football playoff. And then we'll talk a little bit about college basketball, discussing what exactly defines a blue blood. So before we get into it, uh, we will, before we get into basketball, we will talk about the college football playoff approving the five plus seven rule, which means they are, are going to, the 12, the 12 teams are going to be comprised of the five highest ranked conference champions automatic bid in. And then after that, the seven highest ranked teams. So when I first heard this, I was disappointed. I was like, dadgummit. I was like, I want an opportunity for the non-Power 5 schools to get an automatic bid. But they do. Because I wasn't thinking, there are not Power 5. There's no. There's not five power conferences anymore. The Pac-12 doesn't exist. So there's only four power, power conferences. So that fifth highest ranked conference champion will be a non-Power conference. So, so they do get an opportunity. So I think this is pretty much the perfect setup for how you could do this. The four highest seeds will get the buy. So there will be a conference champion that will not get a buy. Most of the time that will be the non-power five school, but there are certain situations that it could be a power five school. I can't remember what year it was, but the year that UCF made the college ball playoff, Penn State with two or three, I think Penn State had three losses that year and won the Big Ten championship game. And because of that, like UCF was ranked higher than Penn State. So in that situation, UCF would have one of those by it, and Penn State would, even though Penn State would still get in because they won the Big Ten. Actually, not theoretically, you wouldn't get in just because you win the Big Ten if there was like two non-power conferences that were ranked higher than you, but that's never going to happen. But anyway, so I wanted to get your guys' input. Do you, do you all agree with me that you think this is pretty much the perfect way to do it? Or do you think that was something that you would have preferred? <laughs> I didn't like it based off of my initial like thing without doing any deep dive into it. Just because I was thinking along the same lines of, oh, so that basically just means that the winner of top five power conference, each five of those winners is going to make it in. And then after that, it's just the next seven highest teams. So I didn't like it because I thought it kind of sh- like gave the loose end of the s- short end of the stick to the non-power five teams. But then, like you said, Pac-12 isn't a conference anymore. So it will still conference. Yeah, they're going to need more than two teams for that to ever work. It's it's not a Pac-12 <laughs> anymore, and it's not a power five anymore. So yeah. I saw a lot of petitions going around the internet saying that we should call them Tupac. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. What about you, Tanner? I love it, personally. Because I've always been a fan. I've always been a fan of, you know, obviously your Power 5 conferences should automatically, your conference champions should automatically get a bid. Even when that's worked in favor of Alabama against Alabama, I've still always been a fan of that. Including the honest state? That's completely different. And Florida State would have gotten in this. Yeah. If it, if are you it, saying this one or the past? Are you saying this one or this past year? I'm just taking what you just said. That's what no. I'm but I, are you saying are but, you saying ben, Florida State is this past season or this or like 
Yeah, he's done. He's always been a feminist. Well, that's true, but but Alabama was also a conference team. Yeah, but it, it's true, man. But in the past, there was only four teams that can make it, and there was five power conferences, mm-hmm. so not all of us should make it in. Yeah, but so you agree? You think this is pretty much perfect? Oh yeah, I think this is pretty much perfect. And if there's even even to get somebody more excited about this, let me give you all this little tidbit. Okay, and this will make you all even more excited. There's no possible way that Notre Dame will get a bye. So they pretty much have to win four to five games. What is it? Four or five games. Yeah, the highest seed but, they can possibly get is a five. Yes. Seed. So that automatically ensures they have to win like four games yeah. before they'll win. And like, I love that. I hope after two or three years of this, it pressures them to join a conference. I just, I'm tired of them not being. That'll never that. happen because that'll never happen because it's pretty much a. It's pretty much just a staple for Notre Dame football. Like that, that will never ever happen. What it'll come down to is TV rights kind of stuff because they have that deal with NBC. And I don't know when that deal, I don't know when that contract ends, but they're going to have to get an offer from a, another conference that is going to get basically match what NBC is offering Notre Dame every year to cover their games. So find it. And I think if a conference doesn't uh, match it, then they would join a conference because there would be no reason. Their rights have been extended through the 2029 season. Perfect. So NBC, NBC, when did they extend them? So regardless, they're not going to make any changes until at least. So their current, yeah, their current, their current agreement was due to expire after this actual season. Oh, but, but they, they extended it to 2020. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe they extended that. Even in the middle of all this yeah. change. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think it's positive. This is a Notre Dame hate podcast. So, you know, screw them. They they can't get a top four seats. That's their own fault. So anyway, I so I, I wanted to kind of go through an exercise here for just a general concept of what, what what we think this may look like. So Tanner, I'm gonna take I'm not gonna allow you to do SEC because you're too close to it. Just let's think of Big Twelve next okay. year. Just pick a team that you think is a reasonable chance of winning the Big 12 overall. Texas and Oklahoma are not in it. Yeah. Give me something, dude. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Do you want me to do Big 12? Yeah, you do Big 12. I, I hate Big 12. I'm taking Big 12. I'm going to say Oklahoma State. I hate Big 12. I think Oklahoma State has a reason, a really reasonable shot of winning that next year. And Ben, uh, Tanner, you say Big 10. Who's who's going to win Big Ten? What what conference am I taking? You're going to take the SEC because you're the least close to the SEC. Big Ten, as much as much as I hate to say it, it's going to be Ohio State, and I hate it. Like just as much as as much as I hate it. It doesn't matter right now. We're, we're just yeah. we're just we're trying to create a concept of what this may look like. Okay, yeah. so Ben, who's going to win the SEC? Tennessee Vols, it's finally their year. Are you are you are you dead serious? No, he's not. Okay, who are you picking? That was just to make fun of the Tennessee fans. Uh, I'm gonna go with Georgia. I feel like that's okay. A fairly obvious Fair. answer. And out of the ACC, just just to give them a little bit of credit, let's say Florida State. Okay, so Florida State. So those are the four biggest conference. Let's say those are the top four seeds. Let's say that they're one, two, three, four. Who cares what order they're in? And then you got let's let's just for the heck I don't think they're gonna do this good but heck let's throw Notre Dame at number five okay it, ACC could be interesting they honestly might not have they're gonna be a top five finisher anyways of the conference probably yeah yeah so 
Let's put another, let's put another name of five. Can you all think of a non-power school that has been doing well? Actually, you know what? I want to throw one in just for nostalgic purposes. Okay. I want Boise State to be the highest ranked conference champ. I want to see them host a game where somebody like Oklahoma has to go to Boise State and play in a college ball playoff game. That, that would be so fun to watch. Sweet. Yeah. That would be so fun. All right. So let's just say like Boise State six. Marshall. I don't, I don't think we're going to get two. I don't think we're going to get two not. All right, so so we've got seven seeds. In a few years, you could get SMU. Well, we got six seeds in there, I mean. SMU in a few years. In a few years, not next year, though. And SMU, what conference? They're in the American Conference, so they would not be one of those power conferences. The American Conference is still a good conference, by the way. I am an American Conference backer. I always have been, even though they lost UCF and Cincinnati to the Big 12. But anyway. That, uh, they lost them to the Big 12, really, though? They did, yeah. Actually, I'll pick the Pac-12. Yeah, they lost to the Big 12, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Houston. Houston went there, too. Uh, Soon we have a problem. So we've got six teams. Tanner. Sir. Do you think Alabama's going to make this next year? If I had to guess, I'd say no. That's tough. You you were going on some long I, silence. I, I, yeah, in this because I, I want to see. Here's the thing, man. Like, I really want to say yes. Just because I trust. Because I trust Kalen. Like, I really, I do trust him and what he was able to do with Washington. What are you doing? I do trust him and what he was able to do with Washington. The only thing that makes me say no is how much we've lost this year. Like, losing Caleb Downs and just a bunch of the guys that, that had transferred. Yeah. If we do, it will not be in the top 10. I think we'll be... We'll probably either be 10, 10, or 11, I would say, if we do get in. For this exercise, let's say Alabama doesn't get it. Okay. Doesn't? Doesn't. So let's put Oregon at the seven seed. Oregon at seven. Who do you guys want at nine? Or sorry, eight. That, that's what comes after seven. For Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Michigan. Okay, Michigan. Eight. You want it <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, who's 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 not? You want to put like Clemson there? I was gonna say Clemson, but Clemson. I know he doesn't want to put Clemson. You don't want to put Clemson. Clemson is oh, hold on, I got someone better. Okay, Auburn. Auburn's not getting it next year. No, not doing that. That they are on the rise. I don't think they're gonna rise that quickly. I just want Auburn's to not man. getting in. You won't. You won't huh? put LSU? actually. So LSU at nine. I was gonna say Ole Miss. Okay, let's put Ole Miss at nine. That's fair. Mm -hmm. okay. It'll be one of the SEC schools where there's Tennessee, Ole Miss, well, not okay. Ole Miss. So, how many SEC schools is that so far? We just have Georgia and Ole Miss. That's yeah. it. Yes, yeah. two. Okay. Yeah. So there'll be one more SEC team that makes it. Yeah. At ten, we've got two Big Ten schools. We've got Ohio State and Michigan. No, we've got three Big Ten schools. That's that may be it. Ohio State, Michigan, and Oregon are all already in. So let's not do any more Big Ten schools. Can we get another Big Twelve school in here? At number nine. I would honestly say no. No? I would honestly say okay. no. I can't. I'm not really thinking of any else. No. Could be something like Houston or something like that. See, I was going to say Cincinnati or, but like they just haven't been okay. good lately. So, okay. So let's go ahead and put another SEC school in. That will be, let's put LSU. I want to put LSU. I'm there. honestly okay with putting Tennessee in there because yeah. I think they're going to win the championship. No, but I think they're going to be at least good. Okay. We'll put Tennessee at nine. All right, so we got three three teams to go. It's not happening. We've already got three out of the SEC, three out of the Big Ten. We've we've only got one out of the ACC, or did we put Clemson in? 
Or did we not? Did we we did? put Clemson. We in. did? Yeah, we sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. So that's two ACC schools. Let's try to get one more ACC school and one more Big 12 school. Boston College. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Duke. Duke. It could be, let's put Miami. Let's put Miami. Don't sleep on Duke. I'm sleeping on Duke. Duke had a good season. But they lost their coach to Texas A&M. Okay. So let's put Miami. So we got we had the 11 seed and the 12 seed. Let's go. Crazy going from Duke to A&M. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. 11 and 12. We, we got to get one more Big 12 school on here. So our options are going to be like Houston, Cincinnati, UCF, Texas Tech, Bay- Baylor. Let's put Baylor in there. Okay. I'm Baylor, fine with it. Baylor at 11. I'm fine with it. Baylor at 11. And number 12. I still don't like it. But... At this point, we're trying to list the top seven seeds that aren't the also conference winners. We might want to go with an American conference team on this one. It might be a no- another non-power. Uh, like, our options would be, it like... Liberty, just because... I'm, names master. I kind of want to put okay, Liberty, let's put Liberty in this conversation let's put Liberty. and give Liberty. them the nod. Because Where the heck out of it? Okay, okay. Liberty. So, all right, so with Liberty, the top four seeds, again, were... Wait, we can't sleep on Coastal Carolina, though. It's been a couple of years since that happened, Ben. It's been a couple of years. But I like Coastal Carolina. Okay, so here's, here's the top four seeds. Georgia... Destiny. Ohio State. Thing to come out of Georgia, Ohio State. That baseball team that one year. Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, and Florida State. Those four. So they've got the buys. So the five seed was, who did we say the five seed was again? Bro, I don't know. We should have wrote this down. We should have wrote this down. I think we said Wait. Boise State for six. So who five was? Oh, Notre Dame. Yeah, so, five was Notre Dame. Five was Notre Dame hosting the 12, which we said was Liberty. So Liberty is going to face Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Okay. The 11 seed was Baylor. Baylor going to Boise State. That would that, be fun, dude. That would be sick. That's, that would be sick. That's yeah, really, really that'd cool. That would be sick. And then the seven seed, I have no idea who we said for the seven seed. Michigan. We said Michigan was Michigan the seven seed. Seven. The 10 seed was Tennessee. Miami, I or was think. Was that nine? No, Tennessee was nine. Yeah, uh, Miami going to Michigan <laughs> yep. as the seven versus ten. And the eight versus nine was, who was eight? Tennessee nine going to Clemson. At Clemson at eight, yeah. That would be a fun That too. would be fun. So, dude, that whole, that, that entire bracket right there, that is cool, dude. Like, just, we just, we just randomly came up with just stuff that's seemingly possible right there. But honestly, Almost whatever they come up with, I think is going to be really fun. I, I think it's going to be awesome, yeah. especially and, if a non-power school gets to host a game. If they get one of those top eight seeds and they're hosting the first one, that would be so much fun. So much. people are still going to complain that they missed out and they got raw. I don't. Care. The thing is, if you're the thirteen seed. You got no. You got no reason. If if you are not in the top twelve, you don't deserve it. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're not in the top ten, truthfully, you don't deserve right. it. Right. But what if you're in the top ten? And then, like, three the top five conference winners weren't in above you. And then, like, your wage number 10, and you still don't make it. What are you talking about? Wait, what? So Ben's saying... Say that again. Let's say he's saying you're, you're 10th. So that means you're third from the bottom. Okay. okay. And what Ben is saying, what if there are some upset conference champions that were, like, ranked 20th something? And there's three upset conference champions that were like 15th and lower, but because they're conference champions, they got above. They like you get past. 
that's possible. But if you're 10, I still don't think you can complain that much. And you didn't yeah. win your conference. You could have won your conference championship. You could have just won that and then you wouldn't have to worry about it. But you didn't, you know, so you still have control of your own destiny regardless in that situation. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with Tanner. I don't think anybody really has any room to complain at all at, when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I agree with you. I'm just on hypothetical out yeah. there. And I, I know it's going to happen. I know, you know someone's going to complain. So. It's going to happen. But I'm excited, man. I, I, I want it to be here already. I really do. It because of this dude, there are going to be so many of these like good teams that are never actually like competing to like win their big conference championship like the SEC. There are going to be so many teams like Kentucky, like uh, Northwestern a few years ago, like Baylor, like there's teams like that that are going to be have hope all season long and be in the conversation. Your UCF that Yes, out of nowhere wins all of their games and swears up and down their national champions. Yeah, like so many of these teams, even Liberty, even teams like Liberty, they're going to be relevant and they're going to matter all season long. And I think that that's really, really good for college football. And I, I think it's really awesome, really cool. See, because winning all your losses aren't going to mean as much anymore to these best of the best teams when you lose a game or two, but they're still really going to matter because you're going to want one of those top four seeds. You want that bye. Okay. Yeah. To be honest, though, like even the non power five teams or the big conferences, they pretty much still have to be undefeated in order to make it there and then beat, win their conference championship also. Yeah. But if they do that, they're, they're pretty much in, but they have to do that in order to have a chance still, pretty much. Because if you're not a big team, like let's say Liberty loses a game next year to, not a very coastal Carolina. Yeah, if they lose to Coastal Carolina next year, they're done. They're not. I don't care if they win their championship or not. They're not going to be. Maybe not. Top. It de- it depends. If that's their only loss and they win their conference championship, they're not going to be one of the top five conference winners. And then there's maybe be there's, there's only four power conferences, man. Yeah, it depends on if somebody else in one of those non-power conferences went undefeated. That's basically what yeah. it comes down to. That's true. And if there's two of them. I mean, it's possible if a bunch of the other schools take multiple losses, they could be in the top 12 any. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, it's worth, it's going to be interesting, man. It'll be fast. I think, I think it is the best setup, but yeah, still not big conference schools are still at a disadvantage, but of course. But yeah, I, I think this is, I think it's really, really good. Yeah. And I, I'm really excited to watch. I think what I'm most excited about is to play it in the video game that's coming out this summer. That's going to be awesome, man. I hope that you make, I hope they make it to where we can edit it and make the college football playoff as large as we want it to. That'd be insane. <laughs> you guys are just like, have the 30 team playoff or 30 team, 64 team playoff. March minus Michigan. How long would that season go? It'd be more than a month. I can guarantee you that. Well, 64 teams, you, you would go. Two to four, that's, that's a two game. In football, that basically means two weeks. Four to eight, that's a third week. Eight to 16, that's a fourth week. 16 to 32, that's a fifth week. 32 to 64, that's a sixth. It would take six weeks to get through if you don't take any weeks off. Love it, bro. Yeah. I love it. That'd be awesome, dude. That would be, that'd be really, that's pretty neat. You know, <laughs> already petitioned for March, for March Madness in football. It's 64 teams. It's not possible. It's not possible. You would have so many injuries. They would have one so many injuries and two so many people yeah. not playing. People just wouldn't be playing it. True. They would be like, no, opt out. Yeah, that's true. 
But anyway, yeah, and because of also that that's a good point that Ben Burns brought up opting out. There'll be less players opting out halfway through the season now that like you you had a chance at the playoff the whole way through. Because when we saw stuff the past few years where players they their team gets three losses and then they just opt out the rest of the year and it's like I'm going to prepare Caleb Williams. I don't think he not that he didn't do that. But no, he just sucked. He yeah. now he didn't play his bowl game. I do know that he sat out his bowl and his backup lit the world on fire. Yes, he didn't light the world on. Speaking fire. of Caleb Williams, yeah, speaking of Caleb Williams, and NFL draft. Yes, the Bears having the number one draft. Yes, sir. I'm assuming you guys saw all this drama with Justin Fields. I haven't. Seen, <laughs> I haven't actually watched the video, but I should know what you're talking. I don't. It's know pretty what, fantastic. I don't know. I don't know what video you're talking about, but Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears. Instagram. Oh, you don't. Actually, Did you hear his explanation about it? No, I didn't. Okay, so he unfollowed. He unfollowed the NFL and the Bears. So he unfollowed all of it. The Bears and the NFL. What? So they asked him. Has a reason. Okay. They asked him about it. And he was like, "Man, he was like, honestly, I just wanted time away from football." He was like, "I don't want he, something about like him being on vacation or something like that." And every time he pulled up like social media, he didn't want to see football. He wanted to get away from football. Okay. And then he says, and this is kind of what I love. He's like, "You know, bro, that you got that girl that you don't follow, but you still with." <laughs> <laughs> okay. He made that sound even like he made it sound worse than it was. Justin Fields said he was trying to enjoy time away from football because he was tired of every time he pulled social media up seeing his name in trade conversation. Yeah. So he just unfollowed the Bears and NFL completely because he was tired of every single time he looked at his phone it involving him being traded. Okay, here's here's my comeback to that. You can you can literally hide there post you can hide them without unfollow he knew that unfollowing them would make he he wanted even more attention he knew that unfollowing them would bring him even more attention that's just an attention seeker and that pisses me off i don't like that's so annoying you can literally set it up to where you're hiding their post and you're not seeing them you do you and, just and, and nobody would know about it he, it would go under the radar nobody would talk about it nobody would know that would be for his own you personal do, thing and i respect that or he could just delete social media as a whole but it, like but the unfollowing thing, he knew that was going to blow up and be a big deal. That's just, it's the same. That's no, a, he literally said but, he's tired of seeing his name in the media and he forced his name into the media. But, but you got to that, think. That's you annoying. Think also, don't say one thing to mean another. You got to like think that. also, though, like, I don't like there's that. no way that you can, there's no way that you can really just like, I mean, with the way hashtags are, people tagging you, everything like that, what right. are you going to go through and. Yeah, and what are you going to go through and block millions of Duh. people yeah, that of tag your name? Like, yeah, you're of right. course. Every time you put so, like, I understand it in a way, but yeah, like, I, I don't. Yeah, he's not going to be able to stop all that. I mean, the only way he stops all that is just delete social media. But <laughs> even if he wanted to, by the way, un the I, he said he unfollowed the Bears for the same. The, I guarantee you the Bears are not the, the Bears official media page is not posting about trademarks about Justin. They probably are. no, they're not. It's probably somebody <laughs> pull up the Bears Instagram page, Tanner. Let's see what their past ten posts are. Let's see. Yeah. I want I want to see this. Man, this should be interesting. They probably literally put like the things on their Instagram stories of should we trade Justin Fields? Yeah, fan pages would be posting right. that. But I don't. Twenty twenty four opponents. Okay. Jennifer King, assistant running back coach. Okay. Coaching staff additions. Okay. Four. Caleb Williams draft potential. Okay. Five. Somewhat relevant. 
Can't wait for more this season. Talking about DJ Moore. Six. That's so Caleb Williams draft potential. Seven. Captain Rowling. This one's about trading away the number one pick. Okay, so in favor of Justin Fields, eight. Yes. Uh, another Caleb Williams. Nine. Another Caleb Williams. Okay, ten. So not a single one mentioned anything about trading Justin Fields. No, I, actually, I made all of that Caleb Williams stuff up. Caleb Williams was not mentioned whatsoever. So, this is absolutely out of those. Actually, we're about Caleb Williams and Justin Fields. Justin Fields or Caleb Williams at all. None of those were. But, but that was Justin Fields' reasoning for unfollowing them. Awesome. Good good job, Justin Fields. We're on to you, bro. We're on to you. Wait, let's check out the stories. Well, the stories are off 24 hours, so we don't know what they've been posting. Wait, what? Stories disappear in 24 hours. Uh, like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant like all stories were off. I was like, no, no. I got to. No. Yeah. So we don't know what they've been posting on those. But anyway, so I, I think he's full of crap, but. Anyway, I, I think he was just getting pissed at all the media, you know, you know, thought process of, of, it, of it being a possibility. And people, it seems like a bunch of people in the media are trying to make it happen, to be honest, which I could see him finding annoying. But there's better ways to, to go about it than literally forcing your name into the media even more. I mean, come on, man. I'm trying to think. I feel like there was some sort of... Coaching hire or something. Oh, yeah. Kentucky hired their next offensive coordinator. Some dude that I don't know. That I don't think anybody knows. But I guess we'll see how that goes. Hopefully he stays more than one year. By the way, did you see this guy? It's Liam Cohen. <laughs> so Liam Cohen, former offensive coordinator at Kentucky, gets hired as the offensive coordinator at the Buccaneers, right? We, we've already discussed that. Yeah. Uh, Liam Cohen, obviously a bunch of Kentucky pages. We're not happy, and we're giving him grief, obviously. But there was a lot of Kentucky media personnel that were not saying anything to him directly on social media. They were just saying things like, you know, he's gone again, you know, stuff like that. Anyway, Liam Cohen went on social media, Twitter and Instagram, and blocked pretty much every single Kentucky media personality in the entire industry. Liam Cohen blocked everyone. He blocked every single one of them. (laughs) Dude. Come on. If you're going to be a football coach, you're going to have to learn how to handle this kind of stuff a little better, dude. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> it's a bit much. How long do you how long do you think it is before Kentucky hires a bachelor? What's what's sad is, as an offensive analyst or something what, like that? What's sad is, dude, this is exactly what it is, dude. Kentucky is like that ex-boyfriend that's still in love with the girl, even though the girl moved on to something better. Yeah. And as, as soon as something goes wrong with that thing, he's going to take her right back, right bro. Back. Like, right as back. soon as Liam Cohen's available, Kentucky's like, come back. We'll hire you back. I promise. I promise. Like, that's exactly what would happen. I guarantee it. We, even though Liam Cohen keeps screwing us over, bro. Like, It's only a matter of time, bro, until Kentucky pulls the ring out like the boyfriend would and just offers the head coaching job. Oh, he, if if Mark Stoops took the Texas A&M job this yeah. past year, he, Liam, he, Liam Cohen was going to be the head coach of Kentucky. He was going to get it, 100%. I, I, I totally believe that. But anyway, let's move on. Ben looks bored. We're going to talk about college basketball now. Oh, specifically, we're going to talk about what it is that makes a blue blood. Now, before we go through this list, will you explain to everybody what a blue blood is, please? So uh, that's what we're going over right now. Yes, but the the concept of blue blood is in college basketball, there are a a few teams that just over the history of college basketball have been dominant. They dominate 
all the the regular season they dominate the NCAA tournaments they dominate the final fours the national championships they just dominate everything and they are the blue bloods and they're called blue bloods for something the the term blue blood came from like the medieval period something to do with like the royal family stuff i don't know why it was called blue blood because we kind of associate the color purple with royalty but for some reason like the those genes it was called blue bloods back in the day anyway but now they're called blue bloods in college basketball partially because they're really really good and they're dominant and they're basically royalty but also because the majority of blue bloods actually are the color blue kentucky north carolina kansas you know those kind of teams do so before we go into it and we start breaking down what is and what is not a blue blood tanner what are the teams that you, in your mind, as a casual college basketball fan, what do you think is a blue blood? Uh, List the teams that you could think of, like off the top of your head. Let's see. Well, uh, I would say Texas. Okay. Be serious, God. Okay, son. <laughs> I would say Penn State after tonight. Okay, I'll be in serious. I'll be in serious now. Okay, I'll be serious now. Sorry. I'll be serious. I mean, it has to be Kentucky. Kentucky has to be in there. Kansas has to be in there. I would say, if you forget, I would one, say Villanova probably has to be in there as wow. well. Okay. You can make an argument for Gonzaga as well. Whoa, he's going really deep. That's why I'm saying you can make an argument for them. Okay, I would say, stop it, man. I'm waiting for you. Just stop it, bro. No, that's not what you were doing. Tanner, stop. It. You're taking too long, uh, bro. Let's see. I, I forgot. Ben made me forget who I said. So I've got, I've got Kentucky. Did I say Kansas? I think so. <laughs> what did you? Ben, ben cannot handle the podcast. He made it. No. So okay, I've got Kansas. I've got, I've got Kentucky. I've got Kansas. I've got arguments to be made for Villanova and Gonzaga. Who? What's the ones that you that you think of for sure? Like what you consider a blue blood right now? Like what you can think of? So Kentucky, Kansas for sure. Yeah. Is that it? You got more? We got. Yeah. Those are probably the four that I would say off the top of my head. Wow. Okay. Um, unless I'm forgetting. Unless I'm forgetting. You're missing some big ones. Okay. Tan or Ben, tell me who you think of the Blue Bloods. Are. Ben's Ben's a little more of a college basketball fan than you are. Kentucky, Duke, UCLA, Kansas, North Carolina. How did I forget, Duke? Those North are the Carolina. five big ones. Oh. I honestly would say Gonzaga too, except for the fact that I don't think they have enough national championships. They have zero. Yeah. Villanova is right on that line. Okay. And I wouldn't have known this if we hadn't talked about it a few weeks ago, but I, I think Indiana is pretty close to that as well. Okay. But that that's pretty much all I have. So yeah. the big... Four or five. You listed five. Obviously. Yeah. The, so the big five, and then Villanova's on the borderline, and then Indiana also. Okay. And then I would say Gonzaga, but they just don't win championships. So I can't believe I forgot about it. I have I have a formula on what I what we're going to use to determine whether they're a blue blood or not. I have not actually done the math with my formula yet, but just off the top of my head, what I would consider same five has been Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, UCLA. Kansas, those five automatic, and I am including Villanova as a six. I, I think they deserve it, and I also think UConn might deserve it. I, I would have thought UConn, about UConn. I would have said UConn's close, but they 
are just completely irrelevant for five years, six years at a time. And then they have one really good team. They win the national championship. And then they're just irrelevant again for five to six yes. years. Like, what? And I think there are two red teams that are both borderline close and could be falling out. They may have been in there in the past, but could be falling out now. And that is Indiana and Louisville. I think both of them are, are borderline as well. But what we're going to do today is we've got five categories to list. And what the formula is going to be, if your team is top 10 in all five categories, you are a blue blood, period. It doesn't matter. If you're top 10 in all five, you're a blue blood, okay? If you're top five in four of them, you are a blue blood. If you're top three in three of them, you're a blue blood. And if you're number one in any of those categories, you're a blue blood, okay? That makes sense to you guys? Yeah. Five and all, top ten and all five, top five and four, top three and three, and number one in any of them. Do you have a piece of paper anywhere in your house? I'm going to write them down in my notes. Okay. Yeah. Because I was about to say we we need to write. It will. Them down. I will. Never gonna remember. Yeah. I will be writing them down. Okay. So here, let me let me title this real quick. Blue Bloods. Okay. So I have three categories that I'm going to look at, and then you guys have got one each. So, Tanner, you've got win, right? Yeah. Okay. And Ben, you've got championships. You. Yep. Okay. So, let's look at championships first. Okay. So, I'm doing win percentage or just total wins? I've got total wins. No, win percentage doesn't matter. No. Well, I've got both. Both are listed on there. Win percentage. Okay. So, championships. So, Ben, just tell me right, right now, who is the number one in championship? The number one in championships with 11 total is UCLA. Okay. So UCLA is an automatic blue blood because they are number one and one of the things. Tanner, who's number one and wins? Oh gosh, we're going like this. Hang on, let me pull it up. What you think we were doing? Right? I thought we were going through that first and that. We first. will do that eventually, but we want to get the number one out of the way. Uh, number one is Kentucky okay. at two thousand three hundred and seventy-five. Fun stat though, Kansas is only five wins away when this list was made. I don't know if it's automatically updated. That was updated 26 days ago. I, I saw that same list. Yeah, so it's so. it's probably very close. Very close. And Kansas. Kansas did have the lead earlier this year, but Kansas had like 200-something wins take Not 200. They had like, I think, one season. They had one season of wins taken away from them for bi uh, rules violations. Yeah. So they so Kentucky passed them back. All right. So next up, we're going to do all-time tournament appearances. And, okay, Kentucky's number one in that, too. doesn't matter. And total tournament wins. Kentucky's number one in that as well. Okay, so so no more extra teams from those two. Final four appearances. Number one all-time is North Carolina with 21. So North Carolina has a spot on here as well. So, so far, just based on who it has, who has the lead in these categories, we've got UCLA, Kentucky, and North Carolina as Blue Bloods. Okay, so Ben, tell us... The rest, so let's go, who's number two in national championships? Kentucky is number two in national championship eight. Okay, so we've already got them listed. Who's number three in national championships? Number three is North Carolina with number six. Okay, we've already got them. <laughs> who's number four in national championships? Number four is a tie between Duke. Lou one right now. Okay, Duke. Duke is listed first. So. Okay, so they are tied for fourth, right? Yes. Okay, so Tanner, where is Duke in all-time wins? There's a three-way tie. 
Duke is number four okay. at 2,273. Okay. They're number five in all-time tournament appearances. They are number three in all-time tournament wins. Okay. They're definitely higher than these other two. And they are number four in all-time Final Four appearances. So they are a blue blood, according to my formula. Okay. Ben, who is the other team tied with them for national championship? There's two other ones. Okay. It's Indiana and UConn are both also tied at fives. So, hmm. Which one? You said Indiana was the first? Indiana is okay. the so let's do Indiana. This should, this one's going to be interesting. Tanner, I'm saving yours for last because I know it's very close for Indiana. Final four appearances. Indiana is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They are, they are tied for eight. So they hit that category. All-time tournament appearances. They are one, two, three, four, five, six. They're seventh. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're seventh in all-time tournament wins as well. So they meet all those categories. Tanner, look closely on this all-time win list for Indiana. They are 10th, correct? Yes, they are. They are number 10. Now look at the team below them, Purdue, at number 11. How many games back was is Purdue 26 days ago from Indiana? It's like 17 games behind, right? Something like that? 17, yep. They're 17 games behind. So that means Purdue is not past Indiana yet, but they are very close. Purdue they're on their heels. They're they're probably within single digits now. It's probably like eight or nine games. Yeah. So as of right now, right this second, Indiana is technically, according to my formula, a blue blood. But by the time next season ends, they're not going to be a blue blood. I don't know if they're going to be a blue blood by the time this season ends. <laughs> maybe not. I mean, if, if Purdue like won the championship or something, maybe. But there's only like five or six games left of the regular season. But Indiana, they're they're making it by the skin of their teeth right now. I, because, yeah, they weren't even top five on most of them. They were like number seven on a lot of them. Yeah, seven, so, eight, nine. So they're, they're in by the skin of their teeth right now. But one more season from now, they will not be in. But we'll, we're including them right now because they are right now. All right, Ben, who's next? UConn. So this will be another phone. Yeah, this one will be very interesting as well. Okay. Tanner, where is UConn on all-time wins? UConn is number twenty-five. Wow, eighteen hundred. Okay, so they're they're not going to get the all top top ten and all five. That's honestly higher than I thought to be fair. What number were they on the championship? They're tied for four, but they're listed as the sixth. Really, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Okay, we'll give them the top five since they were top in there. But let's see if they're top five on the rest of these stuff. Tournament appearances, they're not even in the top 10. So they've only got one top five so far. Top most tournament wins, they're not on the tournament wins either. So Dang, they are not. I'm going to just for just for the look at it, I'm going to look at final fours. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're not in the top 10 on I final mean, fours either. That makes sense because UConn is just completely irrelevant. And then. Yep. When they're good, they win the championship. That's so, so UConn is not a blue blood. That's sad. I was rooting for him. I was rooting for him. Yeah. So right as of right now, we've got UCLA, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, and Indiana. We've got five listed. Who's next, Ben, for champion? Next on my list is Kansas. And are they tied for fourth as well? No, they they are the they are the only team, at, and I believe they're at seven. At seven? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So they do not have a top. So they have to be top 10 in all five of these for them to be considered a blue blood, which I'm assuming they are. They are number two in wins. So final fours, they are one, two, three, four, which, five. Actually, really quick, 
they're only five, when this list was made, they're only five wins behind Kentucky. Gotcha. There's so, still probably there. Yeah. It's probably really like really like within yeah. like, two games or so. Really right close. Now. Yeah. Honestly, it doesn't because they're going to be yeah. They're both in the anyway. Way. So Duke or Kansas is number five in Final Fours. They are number three in tournament appearances. They are number four in tournament wins. So they are top ten in all five categories. Which, if Kansas was not in the blue bloods, then my formula would just be wrong. So. <laughs> Who's next, Ben? This is number eight? Number eight. Is this is the last one before the big tie. This is the last one before the big tie on my okay. list. So what we're talking about, there's like 10 teams tied with two championships. We're not counting those teams. This is Villanova with three. Villanova. Okay. This one's another interesting one. Also, really quick, though, Louisville has two. They would have three if the 2013 tournament wasn't taken away from them. For violations, so gotcha. Well, we may we may look at that just just to see what that looks like. But for now, we're doing Villanova. Tanner, how many? Where are they on wins list? Villanova is at eighteen mm. with one thousand eight hundred and sixty. So that already disqualifies them because they would have to be top. No, they got to be top five in four of them, so they can miss one. Oh wait, wait, no, they're, they're not, not top five. One of those. So yeah, they're not going to be in either. But for tournament appearances, they are number nine. And for tournament wins, they are number ten. So okay, so they just got to get the regular season wins up. Yeah, they they can build their way up to to the blue blood status, but they are not there right now. And and well, for for Louisville, just let's say they had three championships, which kind of they do. Tanner, where are they at on all times wins list? Who Louisville? Louisville. Louisville is at thirty. Oh, with 1,776. Wow, that's much lower than I thought. All right, well, that already disqualifies them. Wow. Yeah. For tournament appearances, they are number seven. Tournament wins, they are number nine. And final fours, they are they are number eight. So they're, okay, so they were at least somewhat. They're top ten in pretty much everything other than the win- all-time wins. Yeah. Like, the all-time wins, holy cow, I... I didn't know they were that low down the list. That's pretty interesting. But I thought they would be a little better than that. Oh, this one might be interesting. Michigan State, they have potential. They got well, they got two. Yeah. I don't really want to count them, but we'll 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 check it out. Okay. Tanner, how many wins Michigan State? Where are they at on that list? One thousand hundred and eleven. Just kidding. At twenty three. That already eliminated. They're at twenty three. Yeah. Tournament appearances. All time wins? What? They're 23rd in all-time wins. Oh. 1,800. Yeah. They're not on the top 10 on tournament appearances, and they are... This is crazy. Th- this must be where Tom Izzo gets his, like, March Madness, like, credit from that everybody hypes him up for, even though it, ever since we've been paying attention, Michigan State doesn't do anything in the tournament. Because listen to this. Michigan State is not in the top 10 in all-time tournament wins. Uh, sorry, they're not in the top 10 all-time term appearances. They're not in the top. I can't even see them. They're too far down the list. I can't see them. And they are sixth in all-time tournament wins. They're not in the top 10 in all-time tournament That's appearances. That's crazy when you think about it. But they're sixth in all-time tournament wins. Now, listen, there's this, this is a huge gap. Listen to the all-time tournament wins, okay? Kentucky with 129. North Carolina with 126. Duke with 114. Kansas with 108. UCLA with 101. Okay, that's the top five. Next is Michigan State with 69. That's a huge drop-off, dude. They're winning that's, the title. 
those top five are in a whole different class of like it's crazy, dude. He just wanted to mention. Yeah, I feel like he did. I feel like he he really did. That feel forced. He did feel forced. He really stretched. (laughs) But anyway, so with that being said, we we've depth with our form, and I'm not shocked by any of these other than maybe the fact that Indiana has technically held on for now. But UCLA, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, and Indiana are your. I've got one for you guys. Actually, what? Where would you expect Georgetown to be on this list? All-time wins? Yeah. I would guess somewhere between 10 to 15. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. I was going to say like 12 or 13. 10 to 15? 12 or 13. 44. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I expected. Now, the, the, I guess the their relevance. 13. Their relevance was for a, a short window there, I guess. Hey. They got they had Matt McClung for a sure period of time. By the way, yeah, dude. One team on that is way higher than most people probably realize. How high is Temple? Temple's pretty high up there, isn't it? Bro, actually, I was gonna bring this up. So do y'all have a guess? Temple's like what seven or so? Eight? Man, you have a guess? Something like they're top ten. I'm pretty sure. I have no clue. Temple is actually some of these in the top ten would actually surprise you. So Temple is number six. Wow. Temple is six All with nineteen hundred seventy seven. Seven is Syracuse. I'm not surprised. With 1973. Yeah, I've forgotten like the 70s. They were awesome. Sorry about this one, Brandon. But Notre Dame is number eight with 1950. St. John's is number nine mm-hmm. with 1920. Dude, I'm telling you, college basketball in the 80s was a different world, dude. Yeah. Like it, it looked a lot different than it does today. It was whole, whole lot. Not that this is relevant, but I would actually just like to point out that Alabama is number 32 and Tennessee is tied for 36. Where is Grambling University on? Okay, Ben, we don't want to make Tanner search for an eternity on Can you type in the name? I I, will. I don't think so. Don't, don't, don't. Tanner, you're not going to Grambling. Hold on. Before you look that up, I am curious. Would UCLA make this list if they weren't number one? That is a good question. That's a that's a really good. I like that, Ben. Okay, how many? Where are they on the all time wins list, Tanner? UCLA, Pasadena. You didn't create another tab. Are you serious? Wait, 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 wait. I can't find it. Wait, wait. While he's doing that, I'll I'll tell mine. They are fourth on all time appearances, so they would already be top two. Okay, they, they are fifth on all time tournament wins, so they've got top five on both of those. So that's three top fives. Yeah, if you include the championships, if they weren't number one. And they are second in all-time Final Fours. Okay, so yeah, they would still pretty easily make Where are they at all-time wins, Tanner? Y'all ready for this? Sure. Yep. 37. Whoa! What? Now I'm playing. They're number five. I mean, I'm playing. Like, you said top five, 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 five in there. Yeah. 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 Now, it's been a really long time since they've actually been relevant, but they were just so dominant for such a long period of time that they're going to hold their place there for quite a while. So, uh, it'll be... I do think that eventually UCLA will fall out of this at some point in the future, but it's going to take a long time. They, they just had so much success for such a long period of time. And, in the 60s and 70s, apparently. Yeah. Literally, they just dominated from 64 to 74. Yeah. They, their championships, 1964, 65, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 75. That's insane. 
And their last championship has been in 1995, though. They haven't won since 1995. That's yeah. a long time. It's been a long time. So they're the, they're the Dallas Cowboys of college basketball. But they look... <laughs> <laughs> they basically won every single year for ten years straight. That's insane. Yep. That's why they. That's why they're so high up on all these lists, man. They they were dominant for a long, long time. It's crazy. Kentucky's been chasing those championships for forever, man. And it's felt like when Calipari first got to Kentucky, it kind of felt like they were going to catch that eleven mark pretty quick, and it just it hasn't happened, unfortunately. No, because all of our freshmen just keep leaving immediately. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, this is a dude. This this kind of stuff, man. College basketball is so fun. I I, I just I you never know what's going to happen, and I love like statistics and those kind of analytics and those kind of things. And college basketball just has so many of those things to go by, and it's really 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 fun. So before we wrap up the episode, I want to talk to you guys about this season. So Tanner. You're an Alabama fan. Have you gotten to watch any of their games this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've watched a good bit of them. Okay, so what is your expectation for Alabama for the rest of the season? Like, what, like as far as the NCAA tournament goes, how far do you think? What's your expectation for them? Not hope. What's the expectation? Expectation? Yes. Round of 32. Really? So win the first game, lose the second. Win the first game, lose the second. Okay. I honestly, too, even though we're playing really, really good in conference, Mm-hmm. Right now, I would be extremely surprised if we won the SEC again. I really would be. I would be extremely. Yeah, the SEC is um, freaking good. Dude. Yeah, the yeah. whole the whole conference is good, man. One hundred percent. So, and I mean, I don't think people really realize how close the SEC is in standings either. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, but my my realistic expectation for Alabama is around the thirty two. Okay. Okay, that's that's fair. I, that's kind of what I would think too. They're projected to get like a seven seed, I think, right now, which means they would play a ten seed first round and play the two seed in the second round, mm-hmm. which makes perfect sense to me. So that's that's reasonable. That's logical. Mm-hmm. But we do see sevens beat twos quite a bit. That yeah, it, it's that does happen. You actually see it pretty much at least once a year. Al- Alabama has the type of team for a seven to be the two. If they get hot from three, they can definitely they play extremely fast. Yeah. yeah. So if they as long as they avoid one of those like really big physical teams that really just want to beef you up and slow you down, like playing against Purdue would probably be tough. I actually disagree with that. I think the I think pace of play. I think the best teams to de- to the match up against Purdue are the teams that have great guard play because Purdue's guards are not good. Yeah. Purdue is literally just Zach Eady. It's literally a one man team. Like their guards are a bunch of bunch of us. The three of us right here, you put us out there with Zach Eady, that's Purdue. That's their basketball team. I, I'm dead serious. <laughs> like us that can shoot a little bit better than we do, probably. I like, think I think pace of play holds a very I think pace of play would really be a monster attribute in that game. Yeah. I really do. Speaking of pace of play, Alabama plays Kentucky, I think, next week. That pace of play. So we're watching right. that game. Like, if I right. keep working, we're watching that. that yeah. That's about to be looking like the NBA All-Star game. Dude, that's Alabama. Alabama's about to put up 120. That, serious? I'm dead serious. Alabama's about to put up. Like, this isn't even like a joke. I'm dead serious. I think the final score of Kentucky-Alabama is going to be like 100 to 90. Like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I really think that's what's going to happen. It's look like an enterprise. NBA All Star game. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's gonna be bro. crazy. 
at transit, no transition defense whatsoever. You know, actually asked me what I think about Kentucky's season. What do you think about Kentucky's season? I would, I would be happy if they made it to the Final Four. That, that's the hope, though. My expectations is for them to probably get put out in the round of the Sweet 16. I would honestly be a little bit disappointed if they got put out in the round of 32. Yeah, they, round of 32, Cal Perry is on the hot seat. Yeah. He gets put out right there again. So. Nazi? I said he's on the hot seat. Good for God. Hear that? What happened? How did I hear that, bro? I'm so sorry. Scrap this. I'm so sorry, bro. Tell him no how I heard that. I'm so sorry. What in the world? I'm so sorry, bro. Anyway, go ahead. But, yeah, if, if he loses in the round of 32 with this team, he, he's on the hot seat, man. Sweet 16, even Sweet 16 would be would hurt a little bit. I think Elite 8 should be, like, the expectation. Like, if you make the Elite 8 and lose, like, man, we didn't make the Final Four, but you know what? Like, we can't be too disappointed with that. Sweet 16, I think I'd be kind of disappointed. Elite 8, I don't think I can be disappointed, but Sweet 16, I think I would be. But And that's... that's Their expectation is going to be, like, as far as, like, their seeding and stuff goes, it's going to be, like, Sweet 16 slash Elite 8. Like, it could go either way. So, that's... I don't know. We'll see. I, Cal Perry, a lot of these kind of teams have struggled early in, the year, early in the year, and they got hot at the end. Like, sometimes he takes those teams all the way to the Final Four. And I don't know. It's it's, it's hard to put... put you know, a pin on. I, I don't really know, but we'll we'll see. But I want to get back to Purdue. Purdue has been the best team throughout the whole season, but they're not winning the national championship. They like they just need more help for Zach Eady. Zach, they're going to run into a really fast guard play team that just runs them up and down the court and shoots three pointers all day. And Purdue's just not going to be able to, to handle them. Now, on in that game, Zach Eady's still going to dominate because they're, the other team's not going to have anybody to stop them. So Zach Eady's going to score like 35 points, and they're still going to lose the game. Like, that's going to happen at some point in the NCAA tournament. It happens every year to them. It's going to happen again this year because their guard play is just not good enough. Honestly. But UConn's really good again. I feel like but, watching Purdue against Florida would be a fun matchup, honestly. I don't think Florida matches up well with them. Uh, Florida doesn't have as many guards as you think they do. No, I'm just saying post play. Like I think Florida has more post players. They do. Uh, I think that's why better. I don't think that's a good matchup for Florida because Florida's got good post players, but they're not as good as Zach Eady. In order to beat Purdue, you need guard play. You don't need po- post play. Doesn't matter how good your post play is. He's not as good as Zach Eady. Okay, so like you just need your guard play to outshine their guard play. You, like so, that's what you're going to need to do to beat Purdue. And I think that that. They are going to run into teams that do that to them. So, I mean, we, we saw it. Was it a, did a 16 seed? Yeah, 16 seed beat them. That's a, another 16 seed. Did, well, that was fairly Dickinson beat Purdue. Another 16 seed beat a one seed. Uh, yeah. Was that last year or was that two years ago? It, I can't remember. I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was fairly recent. I'm pretty sure it was Purdue. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I think that any team with good guards that shoot well can beat Purdue. And that just means that Purdue's got six games in a row that they can lose as long as, long as they're playing against teams with guards. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know. The team that I think people are not really paying attention to, that they should be paying attention to, is Iowa State. Now, Iowa State has gotten a little bit of recognition from the AP poll. The AP poll has them ranked number six, number six now. That team's freaking good, dude. 
That team plays some crazy hard defense. You don't get any clean shots on them ever. They rebound every single missed shot. Like, I just, the Iowa State, people need to start paying attention to that. Just remember that. Whenever we're watching March Madness and seeing Iowa State make a run, just remember back in February, Brandon said, watch out for Iowa State. I'm telling you, that team, scary. Another team that people haven't paying attention to that's scary is Houston. Houston is very scary, but people have known that. So it's not like I'm saying something you don't know already. Houston. Houston's really good. Houston's really good. Oh. Another team I think is overrated. I think Kansas is overrated. I don't think they're good enough to win it. I don't think they're good enough to make the Final Four. I'm trying to think of some other teams that are either a little overhyped or a little underhyped. Tennessee's good, man. Tennessee's good. Tennessee. Where's Seton Hall at this year? Seton Hall not making the tournament. Not, not good. Tennessee's good. Ten- Tennessee's never made a Final Four. I, I, this year, maybe. I think they got a shot. I think they could do it. I, I, I really, I think they're really good, dude. I really, really do. Uh, trying to think of some other SEC teams. I think Auburn's overrated. I don't think Auburn is actually that good. Alabama probably can't make the Final Four either. South Carolina. I know Tanner really likes them, but I really don't think they're good. I think they're kind of riding a hype train right now. Yeah, that's about all I can all I can think of from from around the country as far as oh Marquette. I, I think Marquette's awesome. Marquette got destroyed by UConn earlier this week. Marquette's not really slept on though. I didn't say they were slept on, but Marquette. You're thinking of other teams that have a chance. Yeah, Marquette is really good, dude. Mar, Mar I can. I don't know what the bracket's going to look like, but I'm going to have Marquette going really far in my bracket. I know that Marquette is really good. The Big East is a weird conference as a whole. UConn and Marquette are just so much better than everybody else. It's crazy. By the way, do you hear? Listen to this about UConn. You all ready for this stat? This is going to blow your mind. UConn has lost twenty straight road games against ranked opponents. They've lost twenty straight. The last time they won a road game versus a ranked opponent, are you ready for this? Twenty fourteen against Memphis. In the regular season. Jeez. Listen to that. During that time, UConn has won two national championships. During this during this stretch of losing 20 straight road games versus ranked opponents, they've won two national championships. So, so they're not counting tournament play as road games, even though it's no, neutral side. Those are neutral side. Yeah, they don't count. That's not a road game. Yeah, they've won two national championships since this streak started. This losing streak. That That's insane to me. That that describes UConn basketball perfectly right there. That's all you need to know about UConn basketball. You think St. Mary's has a chance? Yeah. Yeah, St. Mary's St. Mary's is good. Gonzaga may not make the tournament this year. That's 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 same conference, St. Mary's and Gonzaga. Gonzaga, if they do make the tournament, it's only because they beat Kentucky last week. That that's literally their saving grace right now. Like that literally saved Gonzaga's season. That other than if it weren't for that, they would not be making it. And they still might not make it. So they're, they are not doing well this year. Did you mention Arizona already? Arizona's really good, I, but I, I think they're a little overrated. I honestly kind of forgot about Arizona in the Blue Blood conversation. I'm surprised they didn't get brought up at all. I don't think that they were relevant at I all. I forgot Duke until recently. That makes you feel Well, I, I also didn't watch basketball in the same 70s and 80s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, they... They were recently that you were still in the yeah. 70s and 80s. They've been good for sure. But yeah, I, th- this year in general, if you haven't gotten to watch college basketball, by the way, 
you guys are going to have to start paying attention because we're going to have to talk about it over the next few weeks. Actually, the next two months, basically. Paid attention. But we're going to have to really lock in. This college basketball season, and Ben made a point earlier when we were watching some games. He said, dude, every game I've watched this year apparently just turns to absolute insanity. That's not just the games he's watching. That's every game this year. Every game is insanity. Every It's so fun to watch. You have no idea what's about to happen. Crazy shots, crazy blunders, just stupid decisions. Like, it's just, it's so fun to watch, dude. You just, you, when you turn it on, you don't know what's about to happen. So, Loyola Chicago has a chance to make the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Where's Wichita State? They're always dangerous. Wichita State? They haven't been relevant for a couple of years. They haven't. Yeah, not been very good. I didn't realize that all of these, like, awesome Cinderella teams are coming out of the Atlantic 10. I didn't realize they were, like, all in the Atlantic 10. Where is the team last year that made it to the Final Four? That was just an absolute Cinderella team. Y'all know Florida Atlantic. With Florida Atlantic? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're still good. And they may even be still be ranked. I don't know. If they're not ranked, they're barely not ranked. But Florida Atlantic is in the American Conference. And that conference is good. Uh, I haven't seen anything from them this year. Uh, They've been a little disappointing, but they're still good. Hey, Wichita State's in there too. Nice. They're two and eleven in conference play, though. Oh wow. Uh, Florida Atlantic is ten and three in conference play. Are they ranked, Ben? It does not show me. Right. There's no way. No, they're not. Not at two and eleven in conference play. There's no way they're ranked. Oh no, not Florida State. That was Wichita State. Or Florida Atlantic. I'm trying to see if they're even getting votes. Yeah, they are. They're getting votes. If 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 you counted the teams that received votes as ranked, they'd be ranked number thirty-two in the AP poll. Let's see where they're at in the net. The net is really the one that matters. This is how they do most of the seeding stuff. Where where is Vermont at? Florida Atlantic is thirty-three in the net. Vermont in the net? Why? Why are you asking? I think Vermont is killing their conference right now. Well, Vermont's conference is garbage. Yeah, but they're eleven and one. Like, like way more garbage than like the American Athletic or conferences like that. I don't know. Their overall record is twenty one and six. Also, yes, Vermont and the net, which is the one that really matters. And this is just this isn't opinion based. This is results based, based on like their actual resume. Vermont is one hundred and fourth. So they have a chance. They're on the bubble. Well, they're going to win their conference, so they will be in the tournament. But they will not get an automatic. They will not be an at large bid. One of my favorites left on By the way, Indiana is 102. <laughs> Why? Yeah. One of my favorites left on teams is actually in this conference. It's Albany. I love Albany, dude. That's just because you liked using them in the college basketball video game back in the day. I did love using them in the 08 to 2K8 hoops. Yes. College basketball game. Best basketball game ever, by the way. That was fun. To this date, still is. Yeah. Very fun. That was, yeah, they were one of the, they were one of the best teams that you can actually start your career off with. And there's a song that I like to paraphrase them into as well, but I don't know what you mean. Uh, come on, let it go. You be you and I'll be me. I always change it to Albany. You be you and I'll be me. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it flows. Next time you listen to that song, it flows so perfectly. That's the most random. I was about to say that's the most random thing they've ever said on here, but I don't think that's true. You no, saying that you wanted, to, well, you wanted to visit Wyoming. That oh, was yeah. the most random thing you've ever said. Yeah. I want to go to Wyoming. <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to wrap this up. Actually, you know what? Hey, 
we can't bet on them because they don't have the stuff yet, but let's look at some college basketball games coming up on Saturday real quick, and let's make some picks on it, okay? I'll, I'll run you down. I'll, we'll just do ranked matchups. You're okay? run me down. Holy cow. Ranked matchups. Okay, this is a good one. Saturday, number two, Houston at number 11, Baylor. I have no idea what the spread is, but I'm going to go with the home team on that one. I'm going to take Baylor. What do you guys think? I was actually going to take Baylor, too. Okay. We got. I'm going to be different. I'm going to go with Houston. Okay. You got to keep these up in your notes so then we can go over it on Monday and see who got more picks. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll do that. College basketball. Wow. I typed in college and it autocorrect to illegal. What in the world? <laughs> it said you're not allowed to bet on these yet. What in the world? All right. So Houston at Baylor. Me and Tanner took Baylor. How do you find the ones that are coming up on Saturday? Or did you just go to talk? I didn't talk. No, I didn't do. I'm not in the betting app. I just went to a sports app. Yeah. This has got to be a quicker way for me to type this out, dude. This is taking way too long. And then shows Houston. All right. Next up, Vanderbilt at Florida. If we all choose the same one, I'm just not going to list it. I'm going Vietnam. Florida's number 24. I, I mean, Florida's winning this game. There's no way Vanderbilt wins this. Yeah. Has anybody got the ball to take Vanderbilt? No. I'll take him. No. Are you not serious, asking. Vanderbilt? Are you serious, no. Tanner? Stop. Tanner, are we putting money on this? No. No. But this is just for bragging rights. Do you realize how bad Vanderbilt is? I know they're bad. They're 7 and 19. No. Right, just... But are you really going to make me type this out because you picked a different team? You taking Van- he, he said it. We're doing it. I'm taking Vanderbilt. Okay. I'm going to take Vanderbilt. Okay. Yeah. okay. God. We're making them stick to it. Okay. We're going to keep record. We're going to keep our college basketball record at the end of the year. Oh, we are? Oh, yeah. I don't want to take them out. Are you serious? I'll take them. I'll take them. I'll take them. Okay. Well, all right. Tanner took Vanderbilt. Wow. I mean, good luck with that. Let's. I can't wait to see what the spread is on that game. As soon as I do, I'm taking a screenshot and sending it to you. All right. Brandon and, and Ben take Florida. Next up, unranked West Virginia at number six, Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State. Is anybody taking West Virginia on this? No. Okay, so we'll just move on. Next up, number 25, BYU at Kansas State. Tanner, who you got? I'll say BYU. Okay, Ben? I'm going with Kansas State. I'm going with Kansas State as well. No, no screw you. Go with BYU. They're right. No, I gotta, I gotta go Kansas State here. Jerk. BYU at Kansas State. That'll be a good game, dude. That'll be good. Tanner took BYU. Brandon takes Kansas State. And Ben takes Kansas State. Next up. Number eight, Duke at Wake Forest. Unranked Wake Forest. Am I feeling the upset here, actually? What do you want, Tanner? Am I feeling the upset here? No, I'll go first as Tanner went first last time. I'm going to take Wake Forest. I'm going Wake Forest on this. Mm-hmm. And I Duke at Wake Forest. Brandon. We got Ben. I'm taking Duke. Okay. Pretty, pretty easily here. Ben takes Duke. Tanner, what you got? I'm taking Wake Forest because it's at Wake Forest. If it was at Duke, okay. I would take Duke. Okay. I can't believe I just got Duke for free. That's awesome. Next up, unranked Washington at number four, Arizona. I'm, I'm looking at this one. I don't, Tanner, what you got? Arizona. I'm doing Arizona too. So it's up to you, babe, whether we're doing this one or not. Man, it's tough because they're playing Washington State tomorrow. 
and then maybe a lookover game, their possible slip, but I'm going to still go with Arizona. Okay. Next up, I unranked Iowa at number 12, Illinois. I'm not going with the. I'm going Illinois. Yeah. What do you, what do you a Tanner? Illinois. Okay. Next up, number 20, South Carolina at Ole Miss. I'll go ahead and let you know right now I'm taking Ole Miss. It's unfortunate. I'm sticking with my boys, man. I'm I'm going with South Carolina. They're playing good right now. I'm sticking with okay. my boys. What you got, Ben? I'm going with the uh, Ole Miss as well. Okay. Tanner. Are they? Are yes. they the Rebels? Yes. The, yes. Yes. And Brandon takes... Does West Virginia play? So Ben can... Yes, we already listed them, and they yeah. said they were losing. Yep. We all said they were losing. Yep. All right. I am rooting for them, but they're going to... Oh, boy. It's Saturday. Yes, sir. Saturday. Yes, sir. At number 13. Yes, Alabama, sir. At number 17, Kentucky. Yes, four, sir. Four o'clock on CBS. Let's go, bro. That's going to be good. You're not going to be off working time, but you can probably pause it, right? Yeah, I, I'll be. It'll be close. And you're definitely working Saturday night. Yeah, I'm going to work at five. We may, we may, we may visit you at work. Do it, hey, do it. Honestly, I would say Friends, I would. I would say we'd get kicked out, but honestly, Tennessee doesn't really care if Alabama or Kentucky wins or loses. They they could care less. So yeah. there'll be a lot of Alabama fans and Kentucky fans in there for some reason. No. Kentucky, not Alabama. There won't be any Alabama fans? Nobody cares about Alabama basketball. Okay. Nobody. There will not be... I will be the only person in there pulling for Alabama, I promise you. Okay. Well, there'll be Tennessee. Well, you can't... Kentucky. You can't pause it, though. I can record it. All right. Tanner, are you taking Alabama? Oh, taking Alabama. Okay. Yeah. Ben? Kentucky. I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm thinking about this guy. I'm thinking about this one. Because Kentucky, this team is not good at home. They are better on the road than they are at home. But I think they've figured something out. I, I'm going to take Kentucky, but I think this is going to... All of that for him to take Kentucky. I, think I really thought. It's going to be very close. Next up, number 23, Texas Tech at unranked UCF. Tech. I actually like UCF because they beat Duke a few years ago when they had Zion. Yeah, yes. I'm still going with Kansas. So. You mean Texas Tech? Texas Tech, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go Texas Tech as well. Next up, number 10, North Carolina at unranked Virginia. I'm I'm going North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, Carolina. Okay. Next up, number 14, Auburn at unranked Georgia. What you guys got? I'm going with Auburn here. Tanner? I'm going Georgia because I can't pick Auburn. Okay. <laughs> I can't pick Auburn. Even though I know Auburn is going to win this thing, I'm still picking Auburn at Georgia. Tanner takes Georgia. This is like asking me, do I like Hitler or Stalin more? Like, it's <laughs> just, bro, it's that bad. That's, dude, you're on a roll this episode. Not the Hitler. <laughs> bro, this is bad, bro. My goodness. <laughs> okay. Next up, unranked Texas. At number nine, Kansas. I'm going to take Texas here. Oh, screw you. I was thinking about it, actually. You know what? I'm taking Kansas now. I was going to take Texas, but now I'm taking Kansas because you took Texas. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll, I'll take, I'll go. I'll got to go Kansas. I got to go Kansas. I want to take Texas, but I'm going to go. I'm okay. going to go Kansas. Unranked Villanova at number one, UConn. I'm not going against UConn on that. No. Ben. 
I want to pick Villanova, even though I actually like UConn, just because Villanova's the underdog. But yeah, no, I'm going at UConn. Yeah. No, yeah. Next up, Texas, unranked Texas A&M at number five, Tennessee. I don't think you have to write that one down. I'm going Tennessee on this. Yeah. Then Tanner. Tanner, this is a revenge game for Tennessee. I'm going Tennessee. Yeah. It may, it may be a massacre. Next up, a Mountain West Conference game. Number 22, Colorado State at unranked UNLV. I don't know anything about either one of these teams. I don't either. But I'm going to go Colorado State. I, I, If I remember correctly, let's look up their records real quick. I'm going to go UNLV just because you went Colorado State. UNLV is 14 and 10 and number 7 in the Mountain West. And Colorado State is 20 and 6 and number 4 in the Mountain West. Okay, I'm taking Colorado State. Okay, so we're just not going to list it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number 21, Washington State. It was a three-point game last time they played, and it was at Colorado State last time. Hmm. So, it's interesting. Now, that being said, I'm still going with Colorado State. So, Next up, number 21, Washington State at unranked Arizona State. I don't know anything about these guys either. Washington State is 20-6, number 2 in the Pac-12. Arizona State, 13-13. and 13. Sixth in the Pac-12, so I, I think I have to go Washington State here. I don't think Arizona State. I not seen anything about them all year, and I think there's a reason for that. So I don't even know where you. What did what game did you just say? Washington number twenty-one, Washington State at unranked Arizona State. I, oh, okay, I see. I'm going Washington State. What do you guys think? I Washington State. Probably agreeing with you. I'm looking up past record real quick. I just listed it. Pay, yeah, but I'm looking pay, up the team. Pay, Teams pay. matter. Okay, yeah, I'm going with Washington State. Okay, next up, number 19, San Diego State at unranked Fresno State. I'm definitely going San Diego State here. Yeah. I'm going Fresno State. Really? No. You're going to make us type no, this out? No, okay, I'm not. Fresno State has an 11 and 15 record. Holy crap. Last game on the docket. Unranked San Diego at number 18, St. Mary's. Yeah, say maybe. I don't. I don't think you have to write this. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got eight games listed that we're going to keep record of. We'll keep record of this for the rest of the season since we can't bet on them because it won't let us do that more than 24 hours ahead of time. I guess. Anyway, all right, we're going to wrap it up there. Monday, we'll kind of have a breakdown of some of the college basketball stuff we've seen from this week. If there's any other kind of drama involving Justin Fields' trade stuff, we'll probably talk about that too. And, and honestly, if there's any kind of major trades involving players infecting the NFL draft, anything like that, we'll talk about that as well. They'll probably have a focus on the Kentucky-Alabama game on Monday, if I am if I had to guess. So expect that. Hopefully it's not a blowout one way or the other. We'll see, though. Anyway, who's wrapping us up today? Tanner, stall for me for a little bit. I'm a fine one. I don't know if Tanner knows how to stall. He's he, doing a pretty good job at it right now. He sits there in silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to find a random one, and it's going to be the best one we've read. All right. Okay. You scrolled too far. You're killing me, Ben. Killing me. Why can't Adam be trusted? Hold on. Why can't Adam or why can't A Adam? Or Anna why Adam? can't... And Adam okay. be trusted. I don't know. Because they make up everything. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs>